quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood. Yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connected parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm glad you're here. I have been contemplating this idea of when my child does something wrong. So I had Esme, she did something wrong. She wasn't very nice. She was really unkind to me. And there's this internal conflict with us parents. Like I need to tell her she was unkind. I need to not let her disrespect me. I need to stand up for myself. I cannot tell, I don't want to inform her or let her know or allow her to believe that she can treat me that way. But is telling her that helpful? And when my daughter did something that was unkind and I didn't take her phone, I didn't ground her, I didn't, you know, say you can't drive anymore. I actually went to a completely different idea and I came with utter and deep connection, which is very, very hard to do. And I think I can only do it now because I've been doing this work for 13 years. And now for some reason in my tiny little pea brain, it has made sense that I could go there because however it's been rationalized for me, I I guess somehow in my head, I've been able to say like, It's so much better and easier and more effective if I don't get upset and if I don't believe that she's doing this thing on purpose to me. And if I believe that the only way to get her to a better place is through connection and the fastest, easiest way I know how to do that is affection and play. And those two are my favorite go-tos. I talk about it all the time, even with the teenagers. They're really, really helpful. So she said super unkind things to me. I asked her if she'd like to have tea. You want to have tea with me? Would you like to have tea? Oh, I don't want to have tea with you. Are you sure you don't want to have tea? What if we just had a little, little tiny bit of tea? Fine, I'll have tea with you. Still huffy and still puffy and saying the things like, oh, my name and me, you, you did this and you did that and you were unkind to me and you never listen. All of which 
I don't think was true. I think she was just in a bad place and needed somebody to take it out on. And she was taking it out on me. And as I'm cooking the water, heating the water up and getting the tea ready, she's starting to calm down. And I'm listening and I say, I understand. I know you're upset. I get it. And she began to start to simmer and she accepted the tea and we sat down and she finally got her thinking brain back online somewhere in there. And then we kind of moved through and I didn't say anything to her and I didn't reprimand her or correct her or tell her she was wrong or even revisit this idea. She and I just had our tea and almost as if we were moving on without even discussing what had happened because I wanted to wait. I wanted it to sink in for her, right? I didn't need to usurp this whole situation and start to go on. I'm like, you know, it's, I understand you were upset, but you don't need to treat me like that. And you don't need to really talk to me like that. And I could have done it in a very gentle way, gentle, but it's still shaming. I could have done it in a way that many people would think, oh, that's, that's appropriate and that's kind and that, that makes sense. Sure, I could have said all those things to her, but why? She's, she knows better. Any kid over five or six, even two or three, probably knows if they've done something wrong. And so I really just leaned into this idea of I'm just moving on. I'm holding space for her feelings. We're having a conversation. We're having tea. I have no intention of revisiting the situation. Not going to. Not going to because I don't think it's important for me. I don't need I don't need her to apologize to me. Not necessarily. I don't need her to make amends. I don't need her to tell me um, that she was wrong. I'd like her to do that for herself. I'd like her to find that internal guilt and that internal shame. I'd like her to get there for her because I think that's a good learning piece for her. It's a good lesson in that moment, but I don't need it because I don't, I'm not wounded. I don't feel wounded and I'm not going to allow that whatever she did to taint our relationship or the feelings that I have for her. I'm not going to have judgment. I'm, I'm just not because I'm bigger than that, right? I'm, I'm above that. I don't care what she says to me in the heat of the moment because she's a child and because I'm the adult and I don't need to take that on as something that is going to be hurtful to me. I'm not going to allow that pen to penetrate me. And it, it really isn't because I know she does not have ill intent. And I know that she is a great kid. And I know that she's having a moment and I can recognize that because we've all had our moments and we've all said things we don't mean. And I know she loves me dearly and I love her dearly and I love her unconditionally. And that unconditional love, this is a big piece of it, right? You can really show a child that you love them unconditionally by not getting upset when they say or do the wrong thing. And I really believe in my heart, and now I've seen it play out for years and years and years, that we do not need to revisit it. So many people really want to revisit it. Well, how do I, how does she know that she's not supposed to do that? Well, shouldn't you revisit it? Well, don't you want to teach them? Well, don't you want to tell them? We really want to correct because we've always been corrected. And even if we're correcting light, right? We're correcting gently. Is it necessary and does it cause shame? I don't think it's necessary and I do think it believe it causes shame. So I have no intention of revisiting this, not ever. I don't have any intention of telling her that she's wrong. I don't really want to get into it unless she does. 
because I don't need it for myself. Now, I want her to get to remorse because I'd like her to self-reflect, but kids don't always self-reflect. And if you're just starting this journey and if you're just starting this work, you probably won't have a kid that self-reflects for some, for some time. And depending on temperament, you might not have a self-reflector. Like Pia, she's a self-reflector, but she doesn't apologize with the traditional, I'm sorry. She really makes amends by being kind and doing nice things for you. And she shows you that she's sorry, but she doesn't necessarily always say, I'm sorry. You have to look at your child and their temperament and and how that all plays out. But we really do want them eventually to get to some sort of remorse. And like I said, they all, they won't always get there or you won't always know that they got there. They may have got there inside, but they might not be willing to say it to you yet. Or they might not be willing to say it to you at all, depending on where your relationship is, is at. Before we dive into the next segment, a quick shout out to our fantastic sponsors who make this free podcast possible. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her responses or use their voice-to-text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. This book becomes a legacy, something your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I used mylifeinabook.com to compile my own stories to give to my daughters for Mother's Day. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code PEACE at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code PEACE for 10% off today. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. Okay, back to the episode. So we continued to have our tea and then maybe 20 minutes later, we were done with our tea and I was cleaning the tea up and I gave her a hug and I gave her a kiss and I was very sweet with her. And I think part of that too, being really calm and really connected and really sweet and really grounded helps kids get to their own remorse because how can they possibly be mad at you? If you're coming super regulated and unaffected 
by anything that's going on. And it almost now makes me calmer. Like I now, and, and also really cements this idea that I don't want to revisit it, that I don't need to revisit it. The calmer I am, the more regulated I can be. And the more I can reflect unconditional love, the more apologies I get. And I don't need to revisit anything now with her. So she came back 20 minutes later and she goes, I'm so sorry I said that. I'm so sorry I was mean to you. I'm sorry. I'm stressed, mom. I have finals coming up and I'm stressed and I don't know what to do. And you know, I'm a senior and I'm going to graduate and I'm worried about this and I'm worried about going to college. And it all came out. And that was a beautiful example of this, you know, method, this process. Not a, doesn't always happen also. We can't always have it the perfect way. That just won't happen. And I think that's part of parenting too. A lot of us believe like we want it all tied in a ribbon. We want them to comply. We want them to, you know, if they make a mistake, we want them to apologize. And then we want them to make amends and we want it all wrapped up in a little bow. But unfortunately, we all know that life isn't that easy or prescribed. There's going to be moments where your child won't apologize where they need to. They may not say or do the right thing. You know, they may not learn the lesson the first or second or third time. But it that's on them, right? Whether they learn the lesson, whether they do the right thing, all of that is on them. The only things on us are our reactions and our responses. So can we maintain this idea of complete regulation in the moment of chaos? And will that be the bedrock of their learning? And if we don't have that bedrock, will we throw off their learning? And I think a lot of it too is if you are coming with the consequences or with the correction or with the revisiting or with the shame piece, are you throwing off their ability to naturally learn things? Because this was a natural consequence for her, her own guilt and shame. If you usurp it with correction, you usurp it with a consequence or a reward or a threat. Now, where has the focus gone for the child? Has the focus gone to these other ideas? And are you going to really keep them from internally and organically learning what they need to learn? I think maybe it's true that our consequences, correction, revisiting, even the tiniest bit of shame for some kids can throw them completely into a realm where they're unable to self-reflect because now they're either worried that they upset us if they're a sensitive kid or they're angry that they upset us because they're a strong-willed kid or they go to withdraw if they are a child who is more quiet or compliant. So there's many different ways in which feelings and thoughts and shame and all of the things that come into parenting affect our children. So I like to just, if you can be that calm, regulated person, they'll learn. They'll learn so quickly. When they get loud, you get quiet. When they get big and strong, you get deeply connected. When they get aggressive, you get affectionate. Can you come with the opposite? Can you really be there for them in those moments so that they can learn what they need to learn in this life and they can learn it young? Because imagine the things that Esme is learning about relationship. I wonder how she will be in her romantic relationships then. If she knows that it's hurtful, will it curb her 
desire to do that as she gets older because she knows that there's been that history of it not feeling good. And she's had a calm person to practice it with. Or maybe she'll get a person that isn't calm and she'll think, "Mm, I don't like that. I don't want to be with somebody who's so reactive. Are we teaching our kids? What are we teaching our kids? What do you want to teach your child? And other people will say, well, you're teaching her that she can berate somebody, that she can be mean to them. I'm not teaching her she can be mean to me. (laughs) I'm teaching her, if you're mean to me, you're going to feel bad about it. And that's on you, my sweetheart. That is on you, not on me. And if you feel bad about it, maybe it'll keep you from doing it again. And maybe it won't, but you'll get there eventually. But I'm leaving it to you to feel that. I am not going to control you into doing things that make me feel better in those moments. All right. Now I've gone off another tangent. Thanks for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm so glad you were here. I hope that was helpful and I'll see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.